0: Turn my mic up. Who are you? Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll, like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch your nose in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam. We are back with another amazing episode today. Today's gonna be special, y'all. I, I you know, every now and again, I get a feeling. You know when I when I do these shows and I connect with certain people, and I think we have a really really special show you know uh, for y'all today. I got my brother Delmar Wood.
1: What's happening, man?
0: Right. Yeah. With me today, uh, Delmar Wood is the owner of Rent My Trailer now, uh, the largest black-owned trailer rental company in Atlanta. Is that correct?
1: That's that's correct, man.
0: That's, that's kind of special, brother. It's real special, man. So so um you know. Damn, Trailer Strong. Trailer right. Strong. That's my IG. That's IG. Yep. So let's put that out there right there, everybody. Yep. Make sure you go follow Trailer Strong. Now, I just want to shout out Ash real quick because she's the one who actually put me on um, Easy Money Ash, put me on to what Delmar was doing here in Atlanta. I'm um, writing trailers. And, and you can't have a tractor without a trailer. You got to
1: have it, man. It's, you know it's, what I'm saying? it's something special. It's, it's definitely something. I don't something. think trucks work without the trailer. I don't know, I mean, <laughs> they no, usually maybe usually yeah. They usually don't. No, but you can do some bobtail and some power only. Right, I don't know, but, but you can't make no money. That, that real money comes with you, the trailer. You,
0: you can't put no freight inside a day cab. Nah, nah, I don't think it fits. It probably don't fit. Maybe like a little slice of bread in the back or something. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when, when 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 Ash told me about what you were doing here, man, you have 100 plus trailers. 100 plus trailers, yes, sir. Um, You rent out to different people in throughout Atlanta. Um, I think it's really dope, man. I think yep. it's really special. And you have a, a story behind all of that that oh, absolutely. needs to be told. And, yeah. I, and I know you're a very private person. Yeah, yeah. And you we, we connected and you said, listen, man, you know, I usually don't talk about what I do. I usually, I haven't really told my story, but for you...
1: Yeah. I'll give it up. Absolutely. And that's exactly how that went, man. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? And and he started hitting me with re- re- receipts, yeah. He was showing, and I was just blown away. I was amazed. Yep. So we have so much to talk about, y'all. Yeah, I'm really, really interested. So, first of all, before we go any further, welcome to Truck and Hustle. Welcome to the family. Man, man.
1: appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I love what you're doing. This platform, this platform is dope. No doubt. Like, and, and for me to do something, this is my first interview too. Okay. So I'm excited, man. And to be on this level, I feel like I made it, man. You made it, brother. Yeah, I just need the Rose Wars Phantom or something (laughs) with it now. A little Ferrari, a little Lambo. It's, it's, it's going to pull up after we leave. Oh, really? It's, it's gonna we'll do, go do the ribbon,
0: before. bro? We're going to do the ribbon. We're going to do the whole nine, man. We right. got you. You're right with you. me, man. You're right <laughs> with me. So as you can see, man, Delmar is a character, man. His brother, me and him connected, hit it off instantly. So let's get into it, man. Okay. With no further ado, let's let's get into the story. Let's just talk about how you kind of got into the space. But let's start with your backstory. Talk to me about growing up, coming up, so forth and so on. You know, who is yeah. Del Mar Wood, man?
1: Yeah, man. Um, I'm actually for Laverne, Alabama. It's a small City, I think it called the friendliest city in Alabama. Okay, yeah, I was born there. I was uh, raised in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, you know I'm, I come from a trucking background. My mom drove for like seven, eight years, and um, she was gone a lot. Man, I really hated it because I stayed with my aunts, which they did a good job raising us. But I always told myself I'd never really get in the truck, and just because she was gone so much, you know, she sent us pictures and postcards and stuff like that, and things we never seen growing up in the '90s. Well, I'm an '80s baby, but like the '80s and '90s, you know. So I was like, yo, that's pretty dope that you're seeing that, you know? But when I get old, I'm not doing trucking. Cause I'm not gonna do my kids that way. Mm. You know what, and, and I think the fact that, you know, you kind of mimic your parents, a lot of times they kind of set the bar and you, either you hit it or you exceed it. Well, I hit it and exceeded it, but didn't really want to do trucking. <laughs> I really gotcha. did, man, I just, it wasn't in my spirit, man. And as, as I got older, I realized I was drawn to it. And one of the reasons why I got into trucking is uh, I was at uh, Walgreens. I was at Walgreens where I was in the photo lab and I, um, Developing photos. Man, I worked my butt off in there and uh, the manager told me, you know, I was trying to be assistant manager. I was like, yo, i love to be assistant manager because other managers like Delmar, Del Mar, you, you bust your butt when you get here, we call you in because somebody called off and you show up and I was like, yo, I'm going to be assistant manager or just a manager. So I asked the, the, the store manager, is his position available? He said, yeah. We well, he ended up hiring somebody else. This this is a true story, man, and the guy didn't even know how to use the register. I had to oh, train wow. the guy how to use the register.
0: Wow. Wow. So you had aspirations at that time. How, how old were you then? Uh,
1: 20, 2021. 20 yep. years old yep. and,
0: and you, you're working for, for Walgreens and you're like, man, the the, the top level is
1: assistant manager,
0: manager at Walgreens. That's yeah. your dreams, that's your aspirations. Right. That's the space I was else, in. Somebody else gets a job in front of you. Got that, the job. doesn't have uh, the ability that you do, no. that doesn't have the knowledge
1: no. that you do. None of that. Okay. Man, so I was so pissed off when I didn't get the position. I was like, yo, I got to do something different. You know, So I started searching around. And then the girl I was dating at the time, I was partying a lot, man. Okay. I was out there getting it, okay, like every other night. Okay. And this is this, this is just me being honest and transparent. Yeah, hundred percent. After about the the second month of me going hard in these streets, man, she put my stuff out. <laughs> I go to the door, bro. It's like the th- three white trash bags. She ain't had the decency to tie them up. She just put them in the front door. I'm like, yo, right? I can see my polo shirt, man. Why, why is it out? Like, just want to take my stuff? I'm calling seven. Like, why you put my stuff out? So I'm tired of you. Yeah. You got to go. I was like, I ain't even got nowhere to stay. What am I going to do? Right. So I called my mom. She's like, you you, you got to figure out what you want to do in life. I was 21 at the time. She's like, okay. you you can do trucking. I was like, I don't want to do that. So well, you can stay in the truck and save your money and get your apartment. I was like, I don't know. So I ended up getting my little bag of clothes, man. Got me a little room for a few days. And I was like, you know what? I got to do something different. Right. Maybe I should maybe I should get into trucking. Now, real quick, you when you said your
0: mom and your family were in trucking, what did they do in trucking? Were oh, they drivers yeah. or, t- tell me a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, my
1: mom was uh, uh over-the-road driver. She drove for Wiley Sanders. Okay. Yeah, a lot of women wasn't driving back then, so it was something special to see a woman drive. You know, and my mom was like it was like a badge of honor for her. She was like popping the brakes and when she came to see us, and you know, she'll back in and we're we'll getting there, and move the you know, push the buttons and stuff. Hit the headlights and lay on the horn. So that was exciting as a kid. So to see a woman doing it and it was like in the nineties. Mm. So women wasn't really out there like they are now. They're killing it, but she was a part of that, that first pioneering of the women out there driving trucks. So um, then I got family members that drove two cousins and second, third cousin that drove. So it was always around me. I always seen them. So it wasn't foreign to hear someone say they had a truck driving and making money.
0: Got you. So she was away from home a lot. Obviously, you said she's an yeah. old road driver. So who, who raised you, My aunts. Your aunts. Yeah, my
1: aunts. Man, we got uh, we moved around with them. You know, it was like my aunts had like five kids, six kids. So we was like seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Man, it it was tough being in there, being like the redhead stepkids. And my aunts did a good job. They did the best they can do. But you can imagine they got five kids. Man, you're not the first on their radar. So you know, like we we uh, it was kind of tough. Yeah. To kind of get your way in there, and, and um, and I you know. It was tough. Yeah. It was real tough, man, because I just felt like, yo, my mom would treat me different. You know, they wasn't mean to me, but I just want, I, you missed that motherly love, you know?
0: Right, right. So, so, so you said, so around 2021 is when you you, you kind of had that moment to where that job wasn't working out. And yeah. your mom said, get in the truck. And now, was she still driving? No, at she She's
1: no, She stopped driving. At she time. Had stopped driving. She at stopped driving. Yeah. But, but
0: she has the, the background. She's like, hey, this industry, there's a lot going on. There we go. Get into that. Hey, right. So, she was like, right? like
1: yo, you, you can do it because I've done it. And I was like, okay, cool. Or maybe I maybe i give it a shot. So um I end up going to McDonald's, man. And you know, Google wasn't popping back then. I've been in this thing since I started in 05. Okay. So I, I went down to the newspaper, man. I was like just calling everybody, like, yo, I wanna drive trucks. And um, Swift Transportation hit me up. It was like, yo, um, be in Militant, Tennessee, You're gonna take your permit test, here's you a bus ticket, and we're gonna put you in our efficiency room. I'm like, cool, let's do it. So I end up going back to my to my girlfriend. I was like, yo, I need a suitcase. <laughs> can you <laughs> can you give me like a suitcase or something so I can go up the road with it? And she's like, "Not I ain't giving you nothing. I'm like, oh my goodness. I said I'm gonna be a truck driver. And um, but and at the time I was telling Walgreens the same thing. It was like, Oh, you gonna leave a job that's guaranteed to go somewhere you might not even like it? I said, Yeah, I'm gonna take a chance on it because you didn't take a chance on me. It's like whatever. So I'm like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, you know, I gave my two week notice and I Packed my bag. My mom gave me a suitcase. I packed my bag and I went to Millington, Tennessee, to Swift, I went on the driving range. Wow! It started there, man. I got there. Um, guess who was the worst backer <laughs> in in the class, bro? Delmar. Delmar. Every <laughs> cone that was out there, I ran it over, bro. I'm not. I was a cone assassinator. He was. Dude told me the instructor said, "If I can fail somebody, I will fail you. But I can't fail you in truck driving school because the real schooling comes afterwards." Right. And then he pulled in the office and tell me that. I'm like, what is your, you're just killing my little confidence. Am I going to get fired or what, what are we doing here?
2: Right.
1: I walked out like, yo, I got to get better. I didn't get no better. <laughs> Still was horrible, bro. Like I was extreme. Like I oversteered everything. Everything was like, ugh, I was that guy who turned.
0: That wheel's so loose. It's just it's like, too loose, bro. Too, too loose. If it did
1: yeah, <laughs> I was, there was me. I made it every time I turned, right. that little, ugh, <laughs> there was me everywhere. I oversteered and everybody yelling at me all the time. Right. I was terrible, man, yeah. but I eventually got through there and I, I learned a valuable lesson about uh, resilience, man, um, on, on how to push through and just get better at it. In truck driving school, they asked us, to say, hey, Delmar, uh, he really was looking at me when he said it. You guys feel like you guys are ready to drive trucks? I'm like, "This, raise your hands. And I'm like, mm, I'm ready, baby. <laughs> He's like, then he bust out laughing. He was looking at me. He was like, you guys don't know how to drive trucks yet. You got to get behind the wheel with a trainer. Right. This is just, a, this is, you've been in a range. It's all protected in him. So when you get out there, that's when the real training comes in. Mm. I'm like, yo, you, you, you're right.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was ready for some reason. I was 21 going on 22, man. I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, it shouldn't be too hard. Man, I got in that truck with that trainer. The very first day, he said, um, he called me. Say, hey, you want to, you know, I want you to be, I heard you have a hard time backing. Where I go, we back 10 to 12 times a day. I'm gonna get you there. Plus you could be home on weekends. Say no more, bro, let's pull up. He, he said, Go meet me in the Walgreens, no, the Walmart, the parking lot. So I got my bags, I met him, I jumped in there, he said, and I started driving. I said, Whoa, hey man, I kind of been up all day. So, you know, he's like, oh, We got paper laws, come on. He said, I'm not gonna let you get scared in that sleeper back there on the passenger seat. You're gonna get in and get it right now. Right. Man, I got in there, started scraping the gears up. and, <laughs> and man, <laughs> man, I mean, just like, hey man, don't scrape my don't scrape my gears up no more. I'm like, This is so much stress. So I'm driving down the road. People kind of pushing me over, I mean that, man, I was so exhausted after the three hour drive, leaving Birmingham, I think kind of past Montgomery, Alabama, yeah. pulled over at another Walmart. I was like, yo, I can't do it anymore. I'm so exhausted. He was like, look, man, you got to do better than this. You ain't going to kill me in this road. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to kill you. It's just a lot going on. I kind of been up all day. I wasn't expecting. I thought I'm going to get a little rest when I got in here. Right. He said, get in the back tomorrow. You're going to kill it. He get there. I get in the back, I go to sleep. He drove all through the night. The next morning I get up. I was fresh, I was ready. And I just started learning how to back through that. After day one, it was just backing up each and every day. 10 times a day, he'd get out, you know, walkie-talkie. You're oversteering, you're doing this, you're doing that. And eventually I just got really, really good at backing, man. So. Uh, his name is Corey Duos by the way. He's okay. still driving out there, man. Shout, the to, shout out to Corey. Shout out to Corey, right, man. He, he did a really good job of just getting me there and get me home because most students don't come home every weekend. Yeah, weeks at a time. And I was just grateful to be a, a part of that. So
0: that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. The, the crazy thing is, talk about backing. There's some guys who are now have their license for two and three, four, five years, still can't back.
1: Oh, i seen them. <laughs> oh, i seen This is one of the most difficult things for
0: a lot of truck drivers it, to grasp, unfortunately. A lot of times you sit there and watch somebody try to back into a dock and
1: pull up. Yeah. Try to get Pull man. up. And everybody's sitting
0: there looking at them like, yeah.
1: He ain't getting in there. Nah, bro. He make it, <laughs> you know when it's bad, when you got to get up and you get in your driver's seat, you like, bro, you got to look at him like, yo, hook my mirror? Like, <laughs> right. yo, you want to get out? You ain't got no socks on. You right. just start panicking like, man, hold up, bro. And you got it? You yeah. good, man? You need some help? You yeah. on the CB just try right. right, to talk it out? Right, So I, I was that guy in the truck when I was training. But when I got out, I was really good. But I still had some bugs I had to work out. My first day, I had an accident.
0: Your first day? First day.
1: Well, it's the incident. Okay. Yeah. So I go to Walmart. I end up getting a dedicated route to Walmart with the ten and twelve stops. Yeah. My seventh stop, I get to the Walmart. I'm doing good, on time and everything. Walmart used to keep their lawn products outside in the fence, right? And I go through the front part, and I turn the corner, and I just, you know, kind of bent it real bad. The lawn stuff, mm. just molded over, but I seen it, mm. but I kept going. Mm. The guy coming around the corner, like yo, hey, hey, buddy, you just, you just. You just hit that fence. I was like, nah, no, nah, I didn't. He said, I got you on camera.
2: Right.
1: I was like, oh, really? I said, it ain't that bad, is He said, man, you 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 tore up all the motion.
0: All the, the landscape and
2: everything. I said, can
1: you bend cool. the thing back? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just green as hell, man. So it was off. I really mowed it over. So I was like, yo, I'm about to get fired. Right. Well, it was an incident and wasn't that bad. I ended up getting rolled up. Then I was like, I gotta get better at this. Cause I was so focused on the back, and I ain't paying attention to my stamp, my tanners when I'm turning. Guess who had another accident two months from the, after that? Oh wow. I did. I hit wow. a yellow pole.
0: Oh um, man, the infamous yellow pole. No, I gotta watch I, out for them yellow pole.
1: I seen this guy. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching him. The wheel turned, I'm still running the truck. And I got so close, I thought it was gonna clear, i up knocking the headlight off, the bump and everything. Oh man. The lady, the manager come outside at Walmart. She's like, baby, you just you just told everything. I was like, I'm gonna I'm get fired. They're going to fire me. You I, know for sure you get I knew fired, it, man. Yeah. I, she's coming to the office. Just calm down. I'm like, yo, I just don't even know. I can't go back to Walgreens because I was kind of talking junk when I left there. Right. I was like, man, she's like, just calm down. Get you, grab some chips, y'all. Get him some chips and the juice or something. So I'm sitting there like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I said, do I got to unload this. She's like, go going to unload it. Come on back in, baby. She did a little pram with me and everything. Yeah. Said, it's going to be okay. So I called it in. I was like, yo, I just hit this thing. And it's like, come on over to the, the terminal. And I was like, oh, I'm going
2: right. to
1: I signed a paper saying, you have one more accident, right. we're going to let you go. So I I filled it out. And after that, everything I bagged, I was popping the brakes. I was popping brakes for the straight bag. Straight bag, I was popping the brakes. I was so paranoid. Get out and look. Get out and look. Every time I did anything, I I just did it slow. I was that guy. Oh, you don't know how to turn on the bag. I was that dude. Right. And I didn't have an accident for seven years after that.
0: Wow. And there's nothing wrong with being that dude, man. It's okay. A lot of people get embarrassed and they feel the pressure of everybody else, the peers, and people talking and they don't want to be that yeah. dude. Yeah. But that dude is the safest driver out there. Come on,
1: he the extra safest guy. Like, come on, he. there's the ones who ain't got the dings on the truck, the cuts, all, you know, the lights ain't hanging right, off, right. the tie ain't on there for dear life. Because he's really getting out, making sure he's doing it. It's that old head who think he can clear everything, that he don't need to get out. Yeah. I've been doing it forever. I don't got to get out and look.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Until you knock off somebody's the mirror, then you are gonna tell them that you didn't do it. He said, "I watch you do it."
0: Those are the guys who have the most accidents, man. The people who have the least experience and the most experience. Yeah. Because the most the people with a lot of experience, they get complacent. Yep. They feel like they've been driving for years, and they make they make rookie mistakes. Very rookie you, mistakes. You know what
1: Absolutely, I mean? I've seen them do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, one guy hit my truck. I watched him. I hit the horn actually. Like, I'm watching. He just took the mirror. Off. I said, like, bro, you hit my mirror. He was like, oh, I didn't do that. My mirror was sitting there all nice and crispy before you got here. You knocked my mirror off, man. Let's go right. look at the camera. So right. he's like, I ain't had an accident in 20 years. Well, you had one today. <laughs> you had one today, bro. And my mirror's on the ground. Nah, I'm missing money because of you.
0: <laughs> one today. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's hilarious,
1: man. Man, it's something. trucking is something special though.
0: It is, it is. All right, so talk to me. What happens next? So you 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 truly you you find out that, you know, originally you weren't the greatest driver, you had some issues back, but oh, yeah. finally you got it. You start being safer or whatever. Talk to me. What talk to you know what, what happens after that?
1: Okay, so seven years I drove a Swift man and I got to the point. Um I met my wife and um You lasted seven years. Seven years. d seven years, man. Like I know look at you. <laughs> Like, man, people. I mean, usually that's an entry point. It is an entry point, but they did a really good job of making sure I was happy with the dedicated freight I had. Okay. So I was home like every other night or every weekend, for real.
2: Okay, cool. So I was
1: like, yo, why why leave if I'm home and they gave me a nice crispy truck? And like, let's go. I'm good. Yeah. And I got to a point I just felt like I could do more. You know, um, one guy um I know he was driving for Swift, he ended up getting his own truck. And he drove for Swift like a year, he ended up leaving, and I was at the truck stop at Love's in Dublin. And um, he gets out, I get out of my truck, I'm still driving for Swift. And then he's like, what's up, bro? I said, like, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, I said, what you been up to? He's like, uh, oh, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing login and I'm home every day. He said, you still with Swift? I said, yeah. He's like, man, he kind of looked me up and down, like, yo, kinda thought something different, man. I thought you'd be doing something bigger by now. I'm like, this dude just looked me up and down like I was crazy. Wow. all right? I'm like, yo, well, maybe it's something to it I called my wife, I was like, look, dude, don't look me up and down like he's disappointed about my life. Right. Maybe I should look into being an owner operator. You know, so I start looking into it. Mm. And um, I ended up telling Swift, you know, I'm about to leave. You know, I'm about to get my own truck. And it's like, well, you could be on the operator of this. I was like, nah, I nah, don't do that. Tapped into my 401k. I had like about $6,000, $7,000 in there. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna pull this money, put it down for a truck. I did that. I had to quit. So I had to be out of work for a whole month. I was panicking. I was like, man, I love to work. And I'm just looking around watching TV. You know, I did all my research, but I had to wait to get my money to pull it out. So I pulled the money out. I invested in it. I ended up getting a yellow truck the yellow truck gave me so many problems, mm. man. And they called it a lemon. The mechanics called it a lemon. Oh, wow. Every time they came in, like, here come the lemon. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm just coming in the park. I'm not breaking down, bro. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's for a PM. Yeah, it's a PM. I ain't like, yo, I'm coming home. Is it smoking or something? Right. I don't even... Come on, it's lemon. I'm like, yo, that ain't funny. Like, right, it, right. Because it broke down so much. It taught me a valuable lesson to save my money. Mm. Because I broke down like maybe like 15, 16 times, man. And within a year. Oh, wow. Yo, like it was like eight of us on the road. You know how, how you, if you break down on the road, it's so expensive. Yeah. So it taught me um, to save my money. Right. So I started saving it. And then guess what? Guess who started breaking down? I did. <laughs> right? Right? Right. I worked through the bugs and the kinks, and I ended up buying another truck. Okay. Then I bought another. Okay. So I'm looking at four trucks leased on to another company.
0: To Swift still? No,
1: another company. I left there. Oh,
0: you left Swift. I left okay, Swift. You,
1: Cause Swift you. wanted me to stay with them. Okay. And I was like, Nah, I can't do y'all got you. anymore. All right. I missed so, that part. Yeah. So I, I went with another company, right. and I, I learned how to manage drivers there. Mm. Yep. I, it learned. It taught me a lot about just managing the guys, you know. And I felt like, Yo, I can do this with my own authority.
2: Okay.
1: Ooh, that was something different right there. You went I went to the big leagues. Oh, though. it was it was super big. I was like, Yo, I'm, I'm a smart dude. I figured it out. Yeah. Man, I jumped over there and got my own authority. Terrible. Okay. The first year, I almost went out of business.
0: Wow. Yeah, fifty, sixty thousand. 20, Twenty, what? Eight, 29 years old now.
1: Um, yeah, I was like, uh... you say you were Swift for seven years. Yep. Yeah, I was with them. I saw around about. When I got my own truck, yeah, 29. Okay, so 29 years
0: old, and you still have the you have four drivers. There's four drivers over there, and you have four trucks. Mm -hmm. Four trucks. Are you driving at this point? I'm still driving.
1: It was easy. It's easy when you leased on. Okay, so you were one of
0: the drivers. So four,
1: including you. Yeah, including me.
0: Okay, got you. All right. So where did you go when you first got your authority? Mm -hmm. Where did you go for work?
1: Oh, uh, finally. Oh, you said you
0: leased on to somebody. I I leased
1: on them. Yeah, I leased on with them. I was there for three years. I I think three years or some change there. Right. Yeah. And and then you got your own authority. You started
0: doing your own thing. So talk about that.
1: On the third, it was it was, uh, it was awful for me. Why? The first year, I was turning out lows because I felt like it was too cheap. I, 2015. Yeah. I didn't know you should be taking them so you can build your clientele up. Mm. I'm like, yo, I know this pay more than that. I'm not doing it. So the drivers were sitting, I was in up I ended up paying money out of my pocket to kind of satisfy them and I was turning out lows I should have been saying yes to. Keep not, to keep them around your to Keep them around.
0: Where are you finding these lows that you're turning turning down?
1: Oh, that was on the low board. On the low board, on the low board. Working on the low board. Low board. Okay, gotcha. I, I had to learn that too. And i you know, but at some point I realized you, you're not gonna be in business if you don't do this right.
2: Right.
1: Um what I had to do is I kept looking at everybody else. What makes me different from everybody else? I was like, nothing I'm doing. You know, and I was like, you know what? I need to get a trailer. Cause I I get on the low board and I was like, yo, what's going on? Hey, this is Delmar, and it was like, yo, this is Sarah. I got a drop trailer. I was like, oh, I can't drop a trailer. She's like, well, who's we paying fourteen hundred dollars? I'm like, fourteen. Oh man, I maybe I need to get another trailer. So I started searching around. I grabbed one trailer. Okay. I put it to the side, right?
0: Okay. So I thought now, now, before you go up, get into that, hmm? where do you grab this trailer? Tell me about that.
1: Okay. It, it's, it was easier at the time because you know it's a, it's a drop right now with okay. trailers. Um. So what I did was I started searching around. I I went to different. Here's the gym. I went to different. Big carriers, and like, yo, who y'all sell y'all trailers to? Well, we sell them to the people. We swap out trailers for So whoever they buy the new trailers from, they'll swap out, exchange it. Okay. And I go in, like, yo, i buy it, sign on scene.
0: Got you. you know, and what did you pay for this trailer at, at,
1: at that time? Uh, three grand. Three grand? Mm-hmm. Three grand. You know why? Because I bought them in bulk. Okay. What I did was I learned what the trailer needed and what to stay away from. So I'll walk up and I'm, within five minutes, I know exactly what I need to do that trailer.
0: So what would be the market value of this trailer that you're buying for three grand in bulk? Like, what would, if, if, that, if that was being just sold, sold in the regular marketplace, mm-hmm. because you're getting a, a special mm-hmm. price that you're buying in bulk, right. what would that, tip, that trailer typically
1: cost? Seven, seven thousand. Like so yeah. it's like, like half? It's like half.
0: Okay, and what are the specs of this trailer? Like, like it's is, your basic joint, spring basis, ride, drive-in, spring. drive-in okay.
1: no E-track, wood walls, aluminum roof, swing doors. Okay. Yo, And it get the job done. Okay. So I was like, you know what, let me get that. Let me get four of those. And that's a cashier check. Come on, bam. Like that. I make it easy. Okay. Donuts, you know, how y'all doing? A few jokes because I'm, I'm humorous. Right. You know, I go in there, yo, what's going on? Y'all looking good. Who wants some who wants some donuts? Wham. Like, oh, we like to see that guy. He's nice. And eventually they open up other doors and I say, yo, I go over here and buy my trailers from them. I use that as leverage to get in another door. Hey, they, they sell me all kinds of trailers over here. Oh, they do. Like, yeah, I know such and such over here. Oh, you know him. That's what's up. Then I, it opens up another door for me to get to buy from them from different companies.
0: Got you. So, so like, you, like just let's 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 not gloss over what you just now said. So, you said you would go to the, you'd find the larger companies, mm-hmm. and then you would ask them where do they turn their trailers into. Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're going to get new
0: to get their new trailers. There and go. then they go, we gave you the name of some of those companies and then you go to them and buy those trailers directly. Yes. Can you give us some of those names of some of those companies? Oh
1: man, you got to do some Googling. <laughs> look at, okay. look at all the big trucking companies out okay. here. Okay. Because if I gave you one, then you just, everybody going to bombard there. Okay. It's, look at wherever you live. Look at, it's, it's, it's carriers, it's big companies, it's got hundred trucks, call them. Okay. In, in New York, call them in Pittsburgh, call them in California. All these people selling their trailers somewhere. Okay, they're getting rid of that old trailer. They think it's too old for something new. Okay, give them a call. You will be amazed how often it's like, you know what? You can come get it. Yeah, it's been on the yard for like such and such days. Mm. Come up and get it. Got you. Right.
0: Got you. So, so okay. So that, that those are the larger carriers. But what about the companies who's who's actually taking possession of these trailers? Like can you give us an example of those companies? Uh what
1: do you mean what if I didn't buy it?
0: No, no, yeah, for example, like who who are the companies that are selling these trailers oh, for three thousand dollars a pop and bulk?
1: Who's the who's the actual company? Yeah, like
0: give us some companies, like who's doing oh, that?
1: Man, it, like I said, it's you can Google anybody that's who has trailers, like the okay. big guys. Okay. It's no special sauce to it. Okay. You just gotta call. Okay. You just gotcha. gotta call any anybody who has a cause you got FFE. You got you got Swift. They all sell their trailers. Okay. But you got to get past the gatekeepers. Gotcha. Even if I told you, you gotta still do your due diligence so, and work your way through so that. So
0: you're still purchasing from
1: Swift. Uh-huh. like let's say it's Swift. Let's like, just say let's just Swift. say it's Swift. Yep. Right?
0: Because we used them earlier. We yep, talked right. about them. If it's Swift and they're turning in their trailers, hmm? who are they are they is this like another
1: uh Well, like it could be Great Dane, it could be Vanguard, it could be utility. That's what I'm trying right, to say. Right yeah, Okay, so, so, they,
0: so like if it's, if it's uh uh like what's it's an uh what's it? Uh International lease. what's the name of the big trailer company yeah Metro um yeah Metro like, like Bowen, those like boom let'm gonna give you an example yeah. so
1: basically say Swift sells it to uh utility utility sell it to a dealer the dealer sells it back to us okay so the dealer go, the uh the dealer uh so basically so once they sell it to utility utility have their own guy okay who comes and grab all the old trailers up and you know when you go to these used trailer park places and stuff he gets those trailers and he go back and distribute it to people like us with new authority. That's what I'm trying to get to. There we go. So that,
0: that's how the whole thing works. That's how it
1: works. It, okay. And they've been doing business for years. They don't want to see Delmar coming. Got gotcha. like, oh, we already got somebody. He's been doing business for years. It's real simple and easy. We don't have any difficulties. So I got to go in and really sell myself like, yo, I could be just like him even better.
0: So you gotta find, so you gotta find that guy that really nobody knows about that, mm-hmm. that's gonna be reselling those trailers. Who are they typically reselling those trailers to?
1: People like us, New Authority. People who come in who don't want to pay forty thousand dollars for a trailer. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's I'm in my niche with this thing, man. Niche, niche, however you want to call it. Gotcha. Because people told me, yo, the trailers are. Oh, you can't make any money.
0: That's what I was gonna get to now. I mean, and you and you and you touched on that. You said you go and you identify the problems mm-hmm. with the trailers, and then you you know what to fix right away. So. What are some of the typical problems, and what do you have to usually put into the trailer to get it up to where it's roadworthy?
1: Gotcha. Roofs and doors and tires. Tires is easy. Doors will cost you anywhere from $750 to 1000 to change them out. You look at the roofs, you look at the cross members on the floor. That's the most expensive thing, the flooring. If it's buckling, man, you might want to let that go. If it they already did work on the cross members, it's probably going to be a headache later on. The roofs, you know, it's an eyesore if it's all patchy, but at the same time, you can get around it and put some love in it and bring it back to life. I restore a lot of this stuff. That's why I have so many of them. Because that somebody told them that they ain't gonna be worth it. That it's not going you're not gonna get loaded with it. Right. I made so much money with that trailer. They told me. I still got a ninety nine and two thousand that I'm still making what fourteen sixteen thousand dollars by itself. A ninety nine and two thousand. Wow. Doing drops with it.
0: Got you. How are we gonna get into that? So, so so okay. So who's doing this work? Are you doing this work? Do you outsource this work to get right. this stuff done? How, well, Talk, talk about So it. it's a
1: process. When I get it, I can look at it really quickly. I, I grab the trailers, I comb it over, and for the most part, I outsource it. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I can do, but I don't do anymore. And, and the first time, when I first started doing it, man, I used to be on the yard working all day long. Saturday and Sunday. I worked seven seven days straight for two years. Two years. Right. It was it was unreal. People were like, yo, they'll come through, drive through. Yo, man, you always out here, man. When do you go home? Ain't you married? Like, <laughs> bro, like, yeah, my wife, and mom, she know I she'll come pull up and bring me some food. I'm out there, shirt off. I ain't got no muscles or nothing, but you know, I, the sun beat me up, but I'm out here working trying to I had a plan. I knew these trailers was assets and I knew I can generate outcome, um income off of it.
0: Right. Simple right. as
1: that, man. I knew right. it.
0: Got you, got you. So, so, and and you knew that from always making these calls on a load board, right. and finding a need. Everybody sold my trailers. Right,
1: right. Can right. you drop
0: a trailer here? We'll pay you this. Oh, I don't have a trailer, but I I got a truck. You know right. what I'm saying? Let he, me tell
1: you my first drop. Go ahead. So when I when I first got the trailer, I put it to the side. My first one, right. That was one,
0: one trailer. So I, I had four trailers so total right, for each truck. Okay, got you.
1: So then I bought one just on the side. I called the company. I was like, Yo, hey, I got um I got a trailer, but this going you gonna take my only trailer. So I made them go up on a rate. I said, look, i might have to be at home if you know, if you take this trailer. So that $1,200 you're talking about, I need $1,900 because I'm going to be out of work for three days. Mm. Deep down, I was lying. <laughs> right? I was lying. So right. they were like, oh, yeah, that sucks. I was like, I'm just going to be twirling my thoughts, man, so you tell me it's empty. Right. Deep down, I already had four trailers already that we we boogieing with. Right. So then it grew from there. Okay. So once they did that one, I said, like, yo, I done paid for this already. I done what, put another 1000 in it, 4000 total. Nineteen hundred. I do that one more time. It didn't pay for itself. Right. I kept re- rinsing, and repeating that. That was my story. Okay. That was my story the whole time. You taking my only trailer?
0: Got you. Now, now, now. How'd you identify the companies that just needed the trailers? Like as opposed, I mean, you go on a low board. Typically, people are looking for loads to be moved. How'd you find the people that just needed
1: drop? Trailers? Ooh, that's 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 a good question. So what I did was I kept soliciting. Every single day, I got on there and I just put in a notes looking for drop and hook freight only. Atlanta to Lakeland, Lake Park. I know these Home Depots and all these other places do drops. So I was going on these spots and just kind of listening. They, Locust Grove, Georgia, they do a lot of drops there, so I say Atlanta to Locust Grove, drop trailer only. What people don't understand is when you go on that, it saves all the information that you put in that system. Guess who has the most trailers in 2017 in Georgia when it comes to drops?
2: Hmm. It was me. Okay.
1: Although I didn't. But the system, it, it made it seem like it. I was the number one person posting on there. Got you. So quite gotcha. naturally, when they was looking for drop trailers, like, yo, hey, you always got drops. Do you really have that many trailers? I really had like eight at the time I started building. But I was like, yo, I do. Then after I built the business off, just always posting and just saved that kept saving it. And it was like, yo, you got trailers? You always do drops. You do drops and drops. Okay. I didn't realize it was saving that much information. It backlogs it. And now I like the guy who got a ton of trailers. That's interesting. Ain't that something though?
0: That is that is definitely something. All right. So when you when you started this business, let's kind of go back to okay. when you when you start when you first started. You you had that epiphany, like you know what? I'm gonna start getting some trailers. Right. right. Um, you said the first you said the first drop was was who, who again? Walmart, Walmart.
1: It was a uh, Home Depot.
0: Home Depot. Yep. All right. How much did they pay you for that drop trailer? Talk talk a little bit about that, like the transaction. How how much did you get paid for that? It
1: was eighteen hundred.
0: Eighteen hundred to drop a trailer. Mm-hmm. And how long did you drop the trailer there? It was
1: like three days, four days.
0: Three, four days. Right.
1: So it was times where I can not go back and get the trailer, right?
0: Well, you couldn't? Or you could. I couldn't. Okay. okay.
1: But they didn't know it and it was still loaded. So I was like, yo, I'm still sitting at home. They I was like, okay, we'll pay you $25 a day. Well, you'll pay me $25 a day just to let it sit there? Right. Oh, say no more. <laughs> Call me when it's empty. Right. So now I'm starting making money off the drops with the trailer sitting there. Okay. So that $1,900 turns into another 100 or $200 more. Wow. For storing it.
0: So what what are, what is the criteria or the specifications that they're looking for in a drop trailer? Let
1: me tell you a secret. You want to know it? I want to know. It's no, it's none. Hmm. It's none. But that's what people don't understand. It's none. This ain't, this ain't roll stock paper. They ain't looking for 10 years of newer. That's the secret sauce. They're not looking for anything special on these trailers. As long as it's dry, no holes, no leaks, no smells. You don't have to have a, a, um, airbag. You don't have to have the logistic post. You don't have none of that. Right. That's how I built my business.
0: Wow. And, and just for people who may not understand logistics and how things work, the supply chain, why do they need your trailers if they have a warehouse?
1: Well, here's the thing though. They need the product there. And sometimes they're not, the warehouse is too full. So they have to leave that trailer there until they can kind of work it in. That's why they need the drops. Okay. Sometimes people don't need the product all the way in there. They might say, look, we're going to take that out on the fourth because we got another carrier to come in and grab it. We're gonna, well, if you come on the fourth, we're gonna back Delmar's trailer in, take it out, and put it on his truck. Right. So we can send it out. Right. So that's why I didn't need my trailer.
0: How many other companies are doing what you're doing for these these companies, that, to to, you, to your knowledge? Like back then, like were you the only person dropping trailers? I Did you see a bunch felt of felt like
1: trailers? I was the only one when I went there because I was still driving. I only seen the big boys. Mm. When I go through, I see my little old trailers, you know, and it says RDL Trucking on it. I didn't see nobody else stuff. And every now and then I've seen a couple guys' trailers with their names on it, but man, I'm telling you, that's why I was like, yo, I'm going to keep buying these things. Right. It's a secret sauce and I can keep my drivers. Right. You make an $1,800 on a run or $1,200 on a drop, man, you can bobtail back out and grab another trailer and keep going. They love that.
0: So are, do you have your drivers actually moving freight for them as well? Well, what not you, directly, through not the broker. Th- through the broker? Yeah. Okay, so so your operation at, at this point when you got started, you're you have you're getting brokered freight mm-hmm. and then you, you, put, you put the one trailer on the side and you and you stage that trailer, you stage. dropped it for them mm-hmm. and you're making money there. So now you have like a two two sided operation. You have your yeah. drop trail operation. I got my lives. And then you have your lives. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so just talk about talk a little bit about like the live operation. What are you doing at this point? Like, how do you kind of grow that? Where does that go?
1: I struggled because I was competing with everybody else, and I still wasn't kind of figuring out my niche with it. Okay. I, 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 what I did was I started pouring back into the trailers. Okay. It was too competitive for me. You grew to what size? Um, at that point, after a couple of years, I had like fourteen trailers. Well, no, not, not the trailers, but the, the trucks. The, the, the trucks. Okay. No, nah, I kept it like five. Like five. Okay. Yeah, five Got tops. You. Got gotcha. you. Then you
0: realized that that wasn't your thing. You were struggling there. I was struggling. And then you started going back into the trailer. I
1: did. It was It was a struggle because the live and loads, they eat up your time. The drivers get upset. They wanted more money. Like, I hate going to Publix. I hate going to the cool. I hate it It was like, man, the drop trailer is better. Okay. And I found a sweet spot with five. Okay. It's like, okay. And I start, just kept posting and I became the guy who has trailers.
0: Got you. Now, how, how do you run the operation in terms of getting those tra- those trailers to the spots to drop them? Do you have you keep a driver a driver hired, where you driving them yourself and dropping them? I was doing both. Okay, I was doing
1: both. Okay, okay. I was still in the truck the first three years. It, <laughs> it was it was a struggle with your new authority man. People right. were quitting and they wouldn't show up. Then I was like, oh, I can do it. Right. I had the mentality like I can do better than them.
2: Right. Right.
1: That, that's how I looked at it. Gotcha. So I was doing a little bit of both. One, I get up at one o'clock in the morning and do it sometime. Okay. Guy calling like, "Hey, my toe hurt." I got a cold, a little raspy. Right. Like man, yo, take your raspy butt and get in this truck and go. Right. But at times I'm like, yo, you can't do it. I do it.
0: Got you. So at what point do you transition to fully just dropping trailers and you just cut the whole uh, road operation out the picture? Well, I still did lives, but okay. it went a lot of them. Okay.
1: You know, uh, so around the fourth year is okay. what I really kind of caught full steam. I had to get out of the truck. Okay. Because my wife's like, yo, oh, if you want to grow. You would have to get out of the truck. You're missing opportunities. I was just doing a little bit of both. All right. So I really start honing in on the on the fourth year, fully dropping trailers. Okay. But I still did lives. There's times when the, the drops weren't popping.
0: Okay. Got you. So now you started marketing yourself as just a drop trailer yeah.
1: company. I tell people when they call, hey, oh, we got something. To say, oh, we do. We specialize in drops. Got you. I do my posts. We specialize in drops. Okay. Every day. Okay. 10, 15 times a day I was posting it. And different people, You, what you're doing, you're grabbing business by that time. Some people like, what happens is people make a post and take it down when they get a load. Bad. Right. Wrong thing to do. Right. Keep it up there. So when they call me, and I know I got covered, I'm like, oh, he just got covered. Sorry. But what's your information? I do drops. Can right. I take it down? Can I give you a call back? Right? Right. I did that all day long. Then I got a book of business. Then they learn who I was because I'm constantly posting. Hey, you got that? Oh, you just, I'm sorry. I just got him covered. But we do drops. If you keep in mind, if you ever get any drops, you got a buddy inside that you're working with who doing drops. Give me a shout.
0: Got you. Got you. How do you, how do you manage, how many customers do you work with? Right, dropping trailers mm-hmm. and how do you manage them? Because I'm sure they all have different needs. Some may need the trailers for a day, some may need them for a month. How do you manage that with your pool of trailers?
1: Right. When I tell them to be transparent, if this shipper or co signing takes my trailer longer, just be honest. So I know I don't I need to go in and grab another trailer from somewhere else. Okay. So I manage through the broker being transparent because sometimes that tie your trailer up longer than they should.
0: Right. What's the longest somebody's ever held on to your trailer? Like forty days. Forty days. Yeah, I didn't care. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Got you. And what's like the shortest time period that they may
1: need it? Three, four days.
0: Okay. So w- what what's the downside to this business when you got into it? What are some of the things that you struggled with? What what are some of the challenges that made it like, oh man, you know, this didn't work out this way. Like what are some of the things you learned as you built your operation?
1: Drivers, man, um, being short with them. Because I'm like, yo, I'm driving just like you. I'm exhausted. I don't want to talk truck driver talk for an hour with you. Get straight to it. And But I didn't build that rapport like I should. Okay. Um, that's important. Um turning on freight when I shouldn't. And when it's just slow. Just saying no to cheap freight. But sometimes you gotta eat it a little bit, just a little bit, to keep the lights on. Right. I made those mistakes along the way and it was tough. Right. right. Um and um spinning whatever I got too fast. Mm. Spin it. while I was getting, I was like, yo, I made this and I spin it too fast. Yeah. On just uh, the craziest stuff on the truck. And, like that, that could have waited. Right. You know, and I just I, oh get another truck and it's updated. And I was just overspinning.
0: Got you. What about specifically with the trailer operation? Did how, how did you kind of scale that? What was your methodology, your framework to it's time to go buy more trailers? It's, gotcha. it's, you know, we I, I have ten. Let's get five more. Let's get five more. Right. When, when did you know that it was time to do that?
1: Uh, when they kept calling about the drops and they get tied up. I'm like, yo, you can't tie up 15 trailers. Yes, they did. Right. Because they may have forgot that it was on the yard. They may have knocked my door off. They might have drugged my tires. I mean, they had to sit there a little longer. Or they they needed longer. Or they took half the freight off. I'm like, okay, they tied up too too many of my trades. Let me get more. So I bought more. Got you. I just bought more.
0: Got you. Were were there any particular companies that you looked for that you liked working with better than others because of certain little 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 things like did they pay more or can you talk a little bit about that? Like how do you if, if you're in this business, where where's the spots that you want to drop your trailers as opposed to the spots where you don't want to drop?
1: Well um I drop them in the southeast a lot. And okay. um I like working with a hub group. They're pretty dope. Okay. A uh, hub group does a really good job of taking care of me if something going on. Um, I do a lot of floor loads. Floor loads takes longer to load up. Mm. So what I do is I take my trailer and drop it. Like go ahead. Take your time. Okay. Right? That's so my drive can get there and just Ticket. it. Okay. You don't have to sit there and live load it. People stay away from floor loads because it takes anywhere from 8 to 12 hours to get loaded up. Right. I'm like, oh, and sometimes I get the detention on it. Okay. I'm like, yo, you know,
2: <laughs> we'll say he's still there, but he really ain't. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right.
1: So you can grab the detention off there. Like, yo, my job is in sitting there 10 hours. I already know that it's a floor load. Right. But I'm going to get them 10 hours and the driver already going, doing something else.
0: Wow. Wow. Gotcha. Okay. So <clears throat> now as you start building this, 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 this drop trailer business, what, what size does this grow to? How many trailers do you how many trailers do you have now? Over a hundred. Over a hundred. And right. how long did that take you to build that that uh that pool of trailers? Six years. Six years. Yeah. Okay, cool. And and now you also rent trailers out to other people as well, yeah. right? So how did how did you start mixing that into the business?
1: Gotcha. I bought too many. <laughs> After I, got, I bought too many. Okay. What happens was I I thought I was like, yo, oh, I need to buy more trailers. Well, I bought too many too fast. Okay. They were sitting on the yard and a couple guys were like, yo, what you doing with the trailers, man? Let me get one of those. I'm like, nah, I ain't rent no trailers, man. So I end up, we were running logs. We got pulled over too many times. Okay. I end up getting audited by DOT, they showed up. Yo, they just like, hey, we'll be there Monday. They go, they come in, they comb through all my stuff. I had the meanest guy you can imagine. Mm. He ended up making me go conditional. I ended up spending $8,000 in fines. And I was like, I'm about to get shut down. Nobody's gonna use me. Right. I panic. I was like, oh, I need to get a second stream of income. That's when the second stream of income came in. Got you. I'm like, man, what can I do? And I was, gonna do, was like, yo, let me get that trailer. I'm going to rent this trailer out. And I was like, yo, I can probably help people. Maybe it's something to this. Let me figure this out. So I started calling the big companies around. And I was like, yo, can I rent a trailer for y'all? Oh, you not new authority? Da, da, da. I was acting like I just started. I was like, They don't rent the new authority. So I was like, I should start my own company. Up. I was like, let me go to Rent-A-Center and see. How they do their rent. You know, I'm gonna rent it out. So I went there, pretending like I was gonna get a flat screen. Okay. So I went through the process. I, you know, it's like, yeah, give me your current bills. And these, like. So I took that from a Center,
2: that model, that model,
1: and put it with my rent my trailer now. Okay. And I took stuff from Metro, Boeing, all these big other places, and like, and I meshed it in. Gotcha. So I was like, I'm gonna get it, that guy who's new, a chance to go and win. And I'm gonna explain to him he can use this trailer. And guess what? If you, if you didn't if I ain't sell you on that, I'm gonna mentor you. Mm. Right?
2: That's dope. Right.
1: I said I'm going to so mentor you. You knew. I bet you I know more than you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you if you've been doing it for two years, you know more than the guy who just started. So I was like, okay, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna mentor you and I'm gonna show you how to do this trailer thing. Right. So I did that.
0: Teach them how to do what you do. Yeah. Okay.
1: I I, I taught maybe oh, hundreds of people, right? So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm sell them on this mentorship. So I answered the phone all times tonight. They had accidents, what, what you to do? Anything they can think of. Right. I was hipping them out. And word them out. over time, people was like, yo. That dude is really nice and he has good trailers and you can actually get loaded with his trailers. People say that you need 10 years or newer. That's false. A lot of times the brokers and shippers don't even know what a 10 year newer look like. Right? Who's coming outside really other than the guard looking at a 10 years or newer? It's false, man. People go out and they put this false narrative out. Some people want them. Some carriers, or some brokers want them. Most people don't even look at it, right. but as long as it's on point. That's what matters. That's why I have so many. That's, that's why right. I have these guys now. You've seen the receipts. Yeah. All those guys all over the country. Yeah. Because they're using my 10, not 10 years of renewal.
0: Hmm. Got you. So, okay. So as you start, you you, you talked about that, the, the business model, you kind of went to renaissance mm-hmm. and started, you know, putting it, incorporating that into what you did. Right. How did you, just specifically, how did you differentiate yourself from the typical larger trail lease companies?
1: So basically I told myself, I was like, you're going to have to do that. What's different about you? So I welcome new authority. You don't have to have enough, a certain amount of revenue. I'm not doing a credit check. You don't have to have, um, uh, uh, you got to have references, but not no trade lines and stuff like that. So I done away with all that. I X it all out okay. because I'm like, I'm going to give this guy a shot. It was so many guys coming to me when I first started. Like, thank you for this opportunity because no one told me yes, because I haven't been in business with my own authority long enough. They know how to drive. They've been driving for, for Swift and all these other guys as an owner operator for years. Right. But the trailer, they used to treat the trailer like it was a truck. Right. It's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, look, I'm going to get it on point, make it legal, ties, lights, everything. Wash it, clean it, paint it. So when you go past DOT, you good to go. I'm going to sell them like that. Yeah. So that's, that was my name. I kept doing that. Rinse, repeat, Rinse, repeat. And I was mentoring Hey, this is what you need to do. Don't do that. Here's a broker you can call. I did that so much that my phone rung so much and people were like, yo, this guy's dope. His trailers are good. Right. He's different. He's saying yes. Has <laughs> yeah. I ever said no to anybody? No, I haven't. Mm. It's a few things you got to have. You got to make sure your authority you got to be active. I got to look at your insurance certificate. Different things like that. But that's just the standard stuff. Yeah. I say no to nobody. Got you. Now, is this a, is
0: this do, do you do strictly rental? Do you do a rent to own? How, how does that work?
1: I used to do rent to own. Like, okay. I reeling people in because whatever, nobody want to rent. People want to own. Right. Ownership. 100%. There we go. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm going to do rent to own. Because some people don't want to rent, right. so I used to say, "I got, I'm gonna rent the trailer." I tell them, they call me, "Hey, do you do rent the home?" I'm like, no, I don't really don't, but don't tell nobody. But I do it for you. But you had to ask for it, <laughs> right? Because right? I'm a rental company, right. so but I had to, guy to mark it up, of course. But you know, I was respectful about the number. But it's like, yo, I own it at the end. Mm. So once they secretly told each other, because they really was like, like <laughs> I said, like, don't tell nobody. Oh, of course, they told everybody. Right. Hey Man, it's like I don't want to rent. I really want to rent the home, like. You just got to ask them. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I do what we But right, So right, right. What, what happened is they, they grew confidence in keeping the trade on point. You know, okay. and they, they can own it at the end. Because I want people to come in. I, I wanted to give them a chance at a piece of an American American dream, man. Right. They want ownership. It's okay. Yeah. They can afford it outright. But I gave them an opportunity to go make some money and own it.
0: Did you ever have a bad experience with taking that chance? Because in, 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 in effect, you're taking a chance on people. Oh, yeah. Right. Like new authorities, all these things, they're obviously higher risk because oh, yeah. they're new in business. Right. Did you ever have a horror story to where you being that lenient kind of didn't work out, man, in the best, best interest for you? The door
1: was off when he came back mm. Like, bro, the door off. Like, yeah, I, um, I think dude, it was kind of like it was kind of like that when I got it. No, it was not. <laughs> it wasn't lenient, the hinges, right. man. Right. Let's go back and look at the pictures, bro. Like, you can't do that. Or, you know, before I had my stuff together. Um, I had a guy run off with it. Oh wow! He all over Atlanta just riding. I'm trying to catch him, and he all over the place. He's shifting gears like oh, he had NASCAR. Wow. <laughs> I'm like man, this dude didn't. I'm I'm behind him. He just, just shifted. I'm like this dude right here. Yeah. I had to call the cops on him.
0: Yeah. Wow. How, how do you how do you handle like situations like that? Like
1: when you I haven't had a lot of them, okay, but then cool. I got stuff in place now. You know uh, to make sure I can find a lien on them. Okay. Hmm? I got all kinds of ways of doing it now. Step by conversion in Georgia, you get a year plus for taking somebody stuff. Uh, I got a lawyer on standby. Let's go. <laughs> how you want to do this?
0: How, how, how have you had to, I mean, that's, that's one thing. What are some other ways you've had to modify your business model as you learned like in growing the business? Like, What are some things that you
1: started out doing it one way right. and
0: you said, no, nah, I can't do that anymore. Right, It's right? just not working.
1: I was just letting them rent it without taking pictures. Like just tell me when you see damage, here with a little, piece, you know, a little. I drew a trailer up. That's old school. Mark a little mark. But right, like you pre-trip. see it, little pre trip. Man, they was missing stuff. Then pictures tell a different story opposed to somebody just xing something there. Cause like I was like, yo, that's a long rip in my trailer, bro.
2: Right.
1: That was there when I got it. Right. I'm like, bro, no, you can almost see the inside of the freight in here, man. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> nah, bro. I'm like, look at the sheet. I'm like, no. So I started making take pictures. Right. Um, what else I started making them do? Um, just basically. Signing off on different stuff and making sure that I protect myself with insurance. Okay. You know, making sure I'm the lost payee on that. So when they cut the check, it comes to me. Okay. Right? Okay. Just the little stuff like that. I didn't realize because if you're not on the insurance correctly, you can't even call and ask about what's going on with that trailer if it got hit. Yeah. They're like, you're not on the policy. Right. Have a good day. Call the policyholder. Right. So I have to change that because they were telling me one thing, like it wasn't my fault, but told the insurance the truth. Guys. So when I try to call, I can never get the truth.
0: Got you. Took Got forever you. to get the check. Wow. How much? Do you, how much do you typically charge to, to 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 rent a trailer? Like, can you talk about that? Like your price, what, your price it, structure? Yeah,
1: I can. But at the same time, it varies, it varies, man. It varies. Based it varies. Like right based now. On what? Oh, the economy. What's going on? <laughs> Let's go. Supply and demand. Supply and demand, man. I'm be honest. I mean, I could tell you something uh, right here, but you know, a year from now, it could be a whole lot less. It could be a whole lot, you know, more expensive. How do you do? You base that based off of what? What are you
0: looking at? What kind of information or research are you doing to f- to figure out? Where your prices should. I call around.
1: I will call around just like everybody else. Okay. Hey, you don't want to get a trailer? You know how much it is? You know I'm a customer. Okay. And they, and I kind of I gauge it off of that. Okay. I get I'm all in the trailer thing. I'm, so I'm,
0: I mean, there's a trailer shortage now, right? There's yeah. not a lot of trailers. So right now, just like just throw a number out there. What what would it be around to? Six fifty.
1: Okay. So six fifty. A, right? a month. A month. Yep. Six fifty a, a month. Right. Okay. Got you. Right. The six fifty right now. <laughs> Hold up. It's like, yo, I want the 650 joint. You said it on, on Truck and Hustle. I'm like, no, it was like a roundabout point. You know, it was like the basic, you Now I got to explain myself. Right, right, right. But right, it's 650. Right.
0: Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And and that's monthly, do you do anything if somebody has like, a, they say, hey, we know we want, do you do month to month or do you do annual? Yeah, I do a uh, minimum, minimum
1: three months. Minimum three months. And you can keep it as long as you want it. Okay. So a lot of these guys now, they're like, yo, we can't find trailers. Are you going to take it back at the third, fourth month? No, holler at me. You want it longer, you can keep it
0: Got you. And what about maintenance on the trailers? Like, do you do PMs? Do they have to do the maintenance? How does all that?
1: Kind they of do stuff it. Work.
0: They do. They're responsible.
1: I never make money if I had to pay for it. And I was doing that too. I was trusting them. I was paying out of pocket if they said they had problems the second, third month. Man, these dudes out here dragging the tires. <laughs> they pu- punching holes in it. I'm right. like, it didn't have a hole when you had it. Right. So I wasn't making any money because I was trying to satisfy them. Right. Building my business. Yeah. So I was like, yo. I learned, that's one of the things, I changed my model, If once you take it, it's in good condition, it's on you. Right. If the door fall off, like doors fall off all the time, <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. I had to change that model because I never make any money. Right. But yeah. what happens is these guys want to stay legal. They take care of the trailer. DOT will get them if they're out here with ball tires and their lights don't work. Mm. That's, you got some renegade guys, but for the most part, people take care of the trailer.
0: Got you, got you, and and that's good for them, and it's good for you because when they return it, you have a, a trailer that's in pretty good standing, decent shape, right? Nah, that's that that's dope. All right, so so all right, so the business is, is grown to this point now. You have a hundred plus trailers out there. Do you own? Are you only in Atlanta
1: area? Well, we service of different states: South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, um, Alabama, Texas, New York.
2: Okay, so we're growing. H- How
1: would you grow? How do I grow? It was just my name was circulating behind the scenes so much. And we all—it's a small world when it come to trucking. Different people kept reaching out. Gotcha. He was like, "Yo, my man's over here. It's my best friend. He live in New York. He really want this trailer." I'm like, oh, "I really don't service New York." "Yo, he a good guy, man." And I was like, "Okay, cool. I got some next up there. If something go wrong, we can retrieve my stuff." Yeah. So, boom. I'm in New York. One, two, three trailers over there. Then next thing I know, I got seven trailers in, in Texas because the same thing. Hey, my best friend cousin, little Ray Ray, <laughs> says he need a trailer. I'm like, right. oh, I Really don't service Texas. Right. But I—I right, got some people over there I know. Got you. I always try to figure out if I know people over there, something, something pop off, we can retrieve our stuff.
0: Got you. What what percentage of your trailers are being leased out to people uh, compared to what you have dropped now? Ooh, about ninety percent. So ninety percent is leased to people. Yeah, so individuals. So you you've moved more into the space to where you're more of an uh, official leasing company yes. that's dropping your trailer. Yes,
1: but another 10% is definitely in the drops. But
0: Okay, and what are you doing with the drops that you have now?
1: Oh okay. yeah, I'm still active, doing the same exact thing okay. I told you five years ago. Okay, yeah,
0: got you. So still still kind of like everyday see- seeking out new people that need knew- yep. drop trailers. Yep. You put them there and so forth and so on.
1: And it's a little tougher now because of the shortage, man. So I've really kind of slowed down on the rent- renting part of it because then I got seasons where I do different stuff with the government too. So I need to make sure I maybe grab some of that Got you. Talk
0: about government. How, how do you get into doing things for the government? Oh, man. That, that I, that's
1: off the load board. Oh, the really? load board is all on the load board. You got to know what to look for. Okay. You got to know what to look so for. To be able to drop trailers for storage
0: for the government as well.
1: Absolutely. I made a lot of money doing that.
0: Wow. A lot of money. And you find it on the load
1: board? Find on the load board, man.
0: So when you find those kind of opportunities, how do you. How do you approach them? How do you, you know, you just say I have trailers. Is, it, is there any criteria you have to meet? Like right. How does that work? Do you have to be certified in something? Like
1: Well, you don't have to be certified. Okay. okay. What I did was the first time I, I heard about it, another guy was parked in the yard. It's like, yo, you, they got FEMA stuff. They be doing money and they, you know, make money doing it. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. A month later, FEMA hit. And um, I end up doing my first drop. And I'll tell you how I did it for the most part. I started looking. I talked to them. I figured out what they needed. And I said, I can do that. I know, dropping that trailer, I made fifteen thousand dollars the first time I dropped it. They kept it like a two, about two months. For two months. 15, For two 000. months. Fifteen thousand. I woke my wife up. She was working night shift. <laughs> I went downstairs. I was like, "Babe, you wouldn't believe this. This gave me the Raycon. It's yeah. fifteen thousand dollars." Yeah. She's like, "Oh my god!" I said, "I'm gonna take a shot of Jack. I'm, I'm taking off today. I'm done."
0: So, so, so when something like that happens, it's obviously like, man, I gotta find some more work like
1: that. There we go. So, obviously, I was like, "Yo." This is a thing. Who are all in this? Who are all doing this? I'm like, yo, I need more trailers. Right. So I start buying more trailers just for the seasons. But the problem is I don't own land. Mm. Where i put all these trailers at? Okay. I start leaning on the drops. Good
0: question. Where were, where were you putting your trailers Man, That's a question I, I didn't ask. I
1: leave them at the shippers and co signees
0: Okay, so you just have them spread out everywhere. I spread all over the place. So they're your storage too. There we go. I said they paying look, you to store your trailers. There we go.
1: I was like, yo, I was like, look, I, I call them. Yeah. Who's your front guy? Hey, I got a trailer. Would you like to use as storage? It doesn't leak. It's good. It's dry. You can you can use it. Well, how much you gonna charge? Like twenty dollars a day, thirty dollars a day, or whatever. And I was like, Okay, uh, cool. So I let them test it out, it sit there.
0: So you make the rate really low. Yep. So they could pretty much in effect store your trailers there we for go. you, so you still make money. There we go. Okay.
1: So I I, I ain't had to make it look pretty. like yeah. I got it enough that it was it was it was a, uh, it was like a, you know, if you rating a woman one to ten, she ain't sexy, but she like aight. Yeah. My trailer was like aight, <laughs> was six seven. She was aight. Okay. Like oh, you can take her around your mama. His mama's like, oh, she cool. That's how my trailer was like. She cool. I like her personality. Right. So I took those trailers to the shippers and cold ass easy and try to sell myself on let them sit there and store it. Okay. So I was making money with them just sitting there. Then the times I was like, look, I am need my trailer back in a month, so I go back and grab it so I can do more drops or I can get ready for the season.
0: Okay. Okay. You said you said the season you said that a couple of times talk yeah. about those seasons what's the seasonality of trailer drops like when do you Ooh. make your money when do you, you talk yep. about that
1: May through September well October okay. when I make the most of my money why because it's the it's freight it's hot freight popping around that time okay people eating drinking the spring break summertime people out partying people doing more things in hurricane season mm. I'm a madman in hurricane season got you I' I mm. getting it Little sleep, <laughs> communicating <laughs> on the low board, talking to my connects, yo, what you need? Yeah, Talking to the sergeants out there on a, on an Air Force base. Yeah, talking to them, they're they telling you what it what. Man, I had them cussing me out a couple times.
0: Wow.
1: We need tarps, ASAP, we need your trailers on, when well, you need to give me this rate, if you want me to come over there.
0: Right, yeah. now, now let me ask you, Is it? Do, do you find that it's easier to deal with those kind of people like, like FEMA and those kind of organizations in terms of like you getting your number than like other like other companies who are like more privatized. No,
1: the, the government is extremely hard. They're picky. The,
0: oh, the government's more picky. They're picky.
1: Yeah, they don't want any stuff that's gonna when her, when it's a disaster. They need their freight ASAP. Okay. They don't want nobody with bad tires, lights. They don't want no holdups. Okay. There's people with no roofs. There's people with no water. no people with no generators. Right. They don't have time for your shoddy equipment. <laughs> <laughs> you're, there, you're going down the road smoking, and you pop out. like, what? What is this? It's like, oh, whoa, whoa! you like, hey, here it is. We don't want that, right, Mister Wood? That ain't gonna make it. That ain't gonna make it to where we need to go, right? They, they are picky. You're gonna gotcha. have to be on point. So you have to bring, you have to put your top of the line. Come on your, now, you your gotta put, you gotta put that ten out there. Gotcha. You gotta put that ten, that six to ten out there to go.
0: Gotcha. It, it, when, when you're looking for trailers, is that kind of like the, the, the top of the line for you?
1: Uh, like, the, well, like yeah, there? like a nine. I'm, I'm looking for a, 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 a OK five. Okay, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay, five to bring her up.
0: Gotcha. am pretty
1: warm on that thing, man. You're,
0: you're kind of like, um, like, like, like almost DIY. Like you're rehabbing a the house. There we go. You know what yeah, I'm I saying? I can see, I can you see, see the, the potential. There. In. there we go.
1: I look for that five that everybody turn their nose up to. And I make a nice seven.
0: Wow. What's the cheapest you ever bought a trailer
1: for? $1,300. Thirteen hundred dollars. Turned around, I bought it, right before the FEMA season, I made fourteen thousand dollars with it, and I still got it to this day. It's a translucent roof. Yes. Oh, really? And it, uh, I had it for three years. So I did the numbers on it last night. I made like forty something thousand dollars off this trailer. Off of drops and FEMA. Thirteen
0: hundred dollars. What did you put into it?
1: Uh to get two it off? tires. Two tires. But I told them no one's gonna buy this translucent roof because it leaks a lot. Right. I sold that on that. I was like, yo, nobody gonna buy that. But I get it off your hands though. Uh... <laughs> right? I see what thirteen hundred dollars. Wow. Nobody likes translucent because it's a matter of time before the the roof starts leaking.
0: Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were able to basically flip that. Put two tires. Still got it. Six, $700 or maybe $1,200 in tires maybe? Yeah. Well, and I got to
1: connect on that too as well. Okay. What I do is I go to different distributors and I say I buy tires in bulk. Okay. Right? I own the largest African-American trailer company in Georgia. I leave with that. So then I was like, okay, cool. Talk to me. How do you buy them? 20, 30 at a time. But I need your best and final. Come on now, I'm a sl- I buy them right now, <laughs> right. right? So you do that, then I use it as leverage. So I went to uh, Yokohama and I bought thirty. So I go to him and tell the next guy that when I'm talking to distributors, mm. so they about allow me to buy. It. I show them my the little receipts and show them like, yo, this is what I got. This these are all over the place.
0: Yeah, because hey. they know you coming back. I'm coming back. So how much do you save on tires? Mm,
1: like a hundred and fifty something dollars a tire.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot in my world. That's a lo- especially at a- at scale. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That is that's 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 crazy. All right, so, so I'm, I'm I'm just bugging. I'm just thinking about this whole thing and just how you basically just flip flip the game,
1: man. Yeah, man, it's something different. Yeah, it's something different. I I didn't worked it and worked it till I'm like, yo, I gotta go out here and drop some gems from people. Right. You can do it in New York. You can do it in California. You can do it in Nevada. You can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm no different. Right. I'm giving the sauce right now, so you can take it and run with it.
0: Dose. So, we're talking about the sauce. So, you said you could do it anywhere. So, mm-hmm. to somebody listening right now, if they wanted to be Delmar Wood, they wanted to do what you do, they want to open up a trailer, uh, uh, rent, rent my trailer rent now, my trailer now yeah. in Jersey, what's the first thing they do?
1: Find who's selling their used trailers first. Right. You got to find who's selling them first. Because even if you got the money and you can't find the trailers, you did it in the water and you're going to have to buy them in bulk. Don't buy them one at a time. One at a time, it's not a deal in one at a time. Five or six at a time is when you get the deals. Go in there and let them know. I got cash on hand. I will buy those five there. i gonna make it so easy for you. What, what's your? You like what? You like to go to Academy Sports? Here's a little gift card. What you like donuts? What y'all like in here? Chick-fil-A? I'm gonna bring you out breakfast tomorrow. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna bring, you right. see what I'm doing here? Right.
0: Bill You're building rapport. Yeah.
1: Let them know. Like I know you got your own distributor, but I won't bug you guys. So I'll bring Here's the cashier's check already. Got you. You might buy an ugly one and you might have to put a little bit more money in there. You want to get your foot in the door. Gotcha. Get your foot in the door. You might buy the ugliest one that the other guys turned down. Right. But you got to get your foot in the door. They ain't ordering to cut them out. I took a couple of lemons just to get in the door. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I had to drag that bad boy out from out <laughs> there. Man, this little yeah, the brakes was locked up. The tires were slick like a race car.
0: Yeah. But
1: I was like, I'm doing this to get in the door.
0: Okay. So now, so 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 that's how we purchase the trailers. So what's the first thing you do in terms of finding your your first customers? Now, with the way with the way the market is now, like what where do you think people should look?
1: Well, it's easier now because of the shortage. Okay. What I did, I was old schooling, bro. I went to the um, the pilots, the truck parking places. I put my signs out. I didn't see nobody saying anything about rent my trailer. Mm. When well, I went to all these places. I put it right there by the, the gate where it shouldn't be. I know they're going to take it up in two, three days, but I'm hoping one person see it. You're going to old school it, bro. Okay. You got to old school and put your signs on, even and, and social media too. Right. But what I did was I knew I was in competition with the big boys before it was a shortage. I was mentoring. You got to put something on it. What makes you special? Not just renting trailers, but what else is special about you? Right. I had to put the, you know, I'm a mentor you, I'm gonna school you on the low board. I got all this stuff on it for the new guys coming out. Right. I do not do that anymore. Okay. I have too many people renting trailers and too many people I come in contact with. But I did that in order to build my business. You gonna have to give them something extra to get them to bite.
0: Got you. So just add, add additional value. Add additional to, value. To the you have
1: to. Because it's the sea of many
0: is there any particular things you need to do in ter- like in terms of like certification or licensing to be a, a a renter to be able to rent to people
1: well yeah it depends it's in different states you know okay. it wasn't that strange, it was for me in georgia okay. but for the most part you you got to go to the you know your local um whatever the uh, county right. and talk to them let them know what you're doing for the most part it's nothing it's nothing drastic about it
0: okay got you and then in terms of finding like storage for your trailers what would you recommend
1: people man do? I'm. I, I don't. I still have a hundred plus trailers right now. I only got what fifteen spots. Right. You don't see them. I don't see them. <laughs> I gotta make sure I don't see them. Right. So when they do come in, I'm, I got places where I got all kind of equipment for everything just to fix them up and get them right back out.
0: Right. What about tracking? What about keeping track of? Your oh yeah, How no do you doubt. Know? You
1: got to do that. Yeah, okay. that's off the roof.
0: Do you use a particular software? For I
1: do. When they plug, when they start cutting a check, you know, I mention their name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love. love, you're right. Because yeah. we because we ain't giving out no more names and nah. chuck and hustle people nah. eating. you, they, they, they,
1: you telling, man. They do a good job. Hope y'all see this, you know. I'll plug you next time.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. So, so in looking at both of your different business models, right? You did the uh the the you're doing the, the leasing now and you did the drops. Which one do you love more? Like which one was more which one did you enjoy more and which one was more profitable for you overall? Like just from a margin yeah. standpoint. FEMA. Okay.
1: FEMA is way more profitable. Got you. It is. The, the the rental, drops, doing the drops. We're doing the drops, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, I made $300,000 in a month and a half last year in and, drops. And
0: how many trailers was that drop total?
1: Um,
0: 16, 17. 16, 17 trailers, $300,000, all that you probably spent how
1: much on? Um, To, to, purchase, to purchase them? To uh, purchase. About two, $3,000. Right. And they are, they're my, they're my old joints though. Like I've been had them already. I just fixed up and made it a seven. Right. Yeah. They're still making money from me. I still got trailers when I bought them six years ago, still like make helping me eat. These assets are still paying. That's why this is so important to me. This ownership stuff. Yeah. I live by this, man. I have so many assets generating income for me now. It's insane.
0: Right. Right. You talked about earlier, you said uh, you didn't have anywhere to put them. You didn't have any land. Right. Right now, between us, we, you know, we speak, we, I, right. I know you just made a purchase recently.
1: Wait, I did make a purchase. Talk, talk, talk to us about well, that. But check this out now. Here's the thing, the land that I purchased, this is from my home, I bought 10 acres. Okay. Right, this is what the assets is helping me pay. Okay. So why am I working on land? Absolutely. Okay. Because I hate to see all hundred plus trailers start to come back in on me. We got problems. Right. But I do have a really, really good friend who just bought land. Okay. Yeah, he's cleaning it up now. So,
0: got you. So, that, that may be a potential. Spot oh, it definitely at, is, as man. You, we, as you scale.
1: Come on, where's iron sharp and iron. We talk all the time. Okay. So, I already know I can drop. I can start dropping them
0: down. Got you. So, now you're at 100 plus. you know the exact number where you're at trailers? Yeah, I'm over 100. Though. Like 150, something like that? Uh, something? It's about 138, 139. <laughs> 138, 139. All right, cool. So, and
1: I got about 15 to 20 in the making that I'm fixing up, so I can't count them yet. What, how, what,
0: what, what's too many trailers?
1: Uh, mm, one million.
0: Okay, so you have a, far, a long way to go. Long way to go. So you're going to continue this process. You're going to keep on buying. Absolutely. You're going to keep on doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is, is that the goal?
1: It is the goal, man. I want to be able to help anybody who has new authority. Anybody who's trying to scale their business. Okay. I'm that guy for you. Okay. I want to be all over the country. Dope. Because it's a market for it. Yeah. And yeah. you can make money with it.
0: Got you. And you said right now you're in you're in my, but you said five or six cities. Yeah, about right? seven, or eight states. Seven, or eight states. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's it's money in it. That's dope. Anybody man. can do it wherever you at. Yeah, I just gave you the blueprint for the most part.
0: Yeah, I mean, did, is there anything that you left out? Ah, nah, not really, man. I mean, if there is, you know, speak now, forever hold your peace. Oh right? yeah, I, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I got the blueprint. You got the, you got the sauce, man. Okay, you got the
1: sauce, man. Okay, I,
0: yeah. You. The only thing we left out was that that company, but we ain't, we ain't gonna drop them. No, nah, we, we not. We, we, we talk about that. Let them do their
1: own research. Right, for that. that's the tracking software. That's it, it just, that's all it is. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, I can get some of my link in my bio or something. <laughs> you know, when they see this, and yeah, y'all can click on it, and you can be able to go through them.
0: Right, right, right. So we just now just talked about how you can start your own trailer trailer rental company. Yes. And also use these trailers, these assets to drop and make money on the side. On the
1: storage, it. absolutely. It's money there. Wow. It's money wow. there. And I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. And, I, and the thing is, the shortage really brought out what I do now. It's just brought me to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. Pe- People People's like, yo, how did you know to buy these trailers? What made you do that? How'd you have the foresight? Right, man, because I understood that there was value in these trailers. Yeah. I understood it, I knew it. I was gonna bring it out, I was gonna figure it out. Yeah, The more I bought them and the more money I start making, I was like, yo, I-, I gotta keep doing this.
2: Right, right.
1: Then and it's, Trucking has opened up so many opportunities for me to buy land, to have uh, multiple homes, just to buy more assets, even just, just so much other stuff because I sat back and said, what other people are not doing, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Going conditional was the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: Mm. Can you can you speak to what that actually means for so people who don't understand
1: it? So basically, it's like going to a restaurant and they get an F. No one want to eat at an F restaurant. You're like, yo, they in there not washing their hands. Right. The same thing with trucking. I had an F rating. No one wants to use a guy with F rating. Right. So the brokers was taking advantage of me. They was like, yo, uh, you got a conditional. We're going to give you this low of $400 when it's supposed to be for $800. Right. It was given to me, they was like, oh, because I had no choice. I knew I wasn't going to be able to survive that much longer like that. Yeah. I had to go get a, um, what you call it, a consulting company to kind of get me back on track, yep. but I panicked. And that was the best thing. I started saying, yo, them trailers sitting there. Let me go run them out. You turned your
0: lemons into lemonade. Man, man.
1: it was a big glass of lemonade, bro. <laughs> it's a little bit of Kool-Aid on the side, too, bro. you want to look at it, man.
0: <laughs> Talk to me about that word right there, man. Ownership, man. What does that mean to you?
1: It's everything, man, because I think everybody should own something. When I first married my wife, I told my wife, I want to own something. And this is before I was an owner-operator. So um, she's like, you'll figure it out, babe. I'm like, no, I got to own something. And as I, I got my first truck, I owned it. And I bought more trucks, I owned it. And I was like, I'm addicted to this thing, man. So I started buying trailers. I, I was buying the cash. That's why I was overspending. Some of that was overspending in trucks and trailers. Right. But I kept seeing the value in it. Then you know, I learned, I figured out FEMA, figured out how to rent. I kept buying them. Right. So ownership is everything. I got assets. If I got to cash out, I'm going to be good.
0: No doubt. No doubt
1: man this has been dope
0: bro this, i appreciate you, you man you've you dropped so many jewels um i, I really appreciate your transparency oh, yeah I appreciate really you. giving up really giving the game like you said literally anybody who's listening could literally go do this tomorrow yes, yes. you know what I'm saying? Ha, 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 with, with, let me ask you this now with the with the 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 market being the way it is can you still acquire these trailers at trailers it's, it's, it's tough it's gonna be a little tougher right it's tough
1: yeah man it, you know the the good thing about this market right now the old trailers i got 99 and 2000 2001 2002s Value these trailers like $10,000, $11,000 all of a sudden. You know how long I had these trailers, man? Forever.
0: It's like real estate, man. It's
1: like real estate. It, it, it,
0: it, it went up. They've appreciated that. Yes. Now because even though they're older and they were frowned upon at one point, now it's like it's, it's all that's left.
1: Right. It's the <laughs> eye girl in the cloud. It's, it's like 20 dudes and that eye girl over there. Right. She looking like a 10. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> Wow. Come wow. on, man. That's amazing, man. Well, listen, before we wrap, you know, the the, the last thing we always got to do is I got to make sure I get the final thought from okay. you, right? Your final thought, whether it's an entrepreneurial word or a spiritual, wherever you want to go okay. with it. And then um, lastly, just let people know where they could connect with you, man. Your social media, where the most important place where you want people to reach out to you, yeah. drop it on there and then we'll wrap the show, man. So let's start with that, with that final thought.
1: Ownership, y'all. You have to find your way to own something in this trucking business especially want to do it it's so many ways of getting in there and grabbing the american dream you can have it you just got to be creative and get around people like myself and others and, and figure out their niches and they're going to teach you so i'm all about ownership i just love it i I love owning all this stuff get you a piece of this pie and ownership people have been on trailer strong too trailer strong is why i'm on on ig um and on facebook as well trailer strong so ownership 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 just just get in there and own it you know um, i'm not knocking anybody who leases. Anybody you know who's still making payments, but if you can own it, grab it. You have more confidence when you go on something.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, if it pushing on the shelf, you can you can go, you can sell it, you can pawn titles, you can do all kind of crap. I ain't saying do it, but I'm just right. saying when you own it, you can do that. Right. You can buy yourself time. Right. So I'm preaching ownership um all the way, all the way through, bro.
0: Yeah, you have options with ownership. You got an option, right. man.
1: You really do when you own it.
0: For sure, for sure. Man, Delmar Wood, rent my trailer now. Yeah, trailer strong. Make sure y'all tap in with this brother. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we finally let the cat out the bag. Yeah, man, man, we had to, It's not a secret no more. No, it's not, man. It ain't a secret no more. No, no, I feel good now. I I feel like I weigh like 10 pounds less,
1: man. Got off my shoulders, man.
0: No doubt, man. Well, listen, I appreciate you joining me today, brother. Thank you. You dropped a ton of value as I knew you would. I appreciate you, man. Um, Hustle fam, listen, as we always do around this time, uh, if you smell something burning, it's only a desire. Delmar and myself, we are out.